0: tech geeks and future gazers are getting really excited about the next generation of connectivity but how will web 3 affect businesses our economy and everyday people well we're about to dive headlong into everything related to crypto blockchain and the metaverse welcome to episode 59 of sideload Hello and welcome to Sideload, the technology podcast from Edelman. I'm Jermaine Dallas and our focus today is on Web3 and the world around it. So we're talking about crypto, blockchain and the metaverse. And we've got all the insights from one of the world's biggest events in the space, Consensus in Austin, Texas. Our man who was on the ground and took in all the sights and sounds from Consensus, is Justin Westcott. And um, Justin is no stranger to Sideload. Uh, in fact, he was one of the people who was instrumental in getting this podcast up and running in the first place in 2017, which feels like ages ago now, doesn't it, Justin? But, oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nowadays, Justin is Edelman's European Head of Technology and COO for the UK and Ireland. Justin thanks for joining us on Sideload once again. So good to be back. So Justin talk to me what is consensus like what did you go there expecting to see? Sure
1: look um, again great to be on the show. So so consensus for me was a a voyage of discovery um, in as much as if I think about the last three years with the pandemic and the shift I've definitely become much more focused on kind of what's happening in the space of web 3 and how it's evolving and this really was the first I would say true international in-person event to, to sort of see the community come together to kind of understand really where things are where things have been and, and more importantly I think where they where they're headed uh, and consensus gave me that platform uh, to do so it's a um, uh, now a large event I think it's seven years old. Started off seven years ago with just 250 people sat in a room. Uh, today, 17,000 people. So I think it shows you the speed at which sort of the community, the industry is growing. Uh, diverse mix of people from all around the world um, and from all around the Web3 industry, as you talked about. I, I sort of think of Web3 broadly in kind of three big buckets. You know, infrastructure. You know, people actually. On the main blockchains, building kind of DApps, which are decentralized applications, you've got DeFi now, which is the decentralized kind of financial movement. You know, looking at ways in which these technologies can sort of improve our kind of financial um, environment. And then, I suppose the fun stuff, the 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 sort of entertainment, the social, the community. Which is probably where what people are hearing with NFTs, where that kind of sits uh, neatly. And it was all there to be witnessed uh, for four days in Austin, which uh, I'm not quite sure why they chose Austin in um, uh, sort of early June. 40 degrees. It was hot, Jermaine.
0: It was wow. hot. Wow, that's, <laughs> that sounds quite, quite warm indeed. So one of the um, big technologies and talking points was uh, cryptocurrency. And from uh-huh. that perspective, it was probably the worst time for an event that focused <laughs> so heavily on cryptocurrency because the value of Bitcoin was in freefall at the time the event took place. Was there a lot of panic there? Yeah, interesting. I, I, I was uh, very tuned to that whilst
1: being there on the ground because whilst the the there's so much optimism and excitement from those in the community, the builders, the makers, the shapers, the creators are all there. You know, the conversation is all up and to the right, whilst at the same time, the surrounding market for crypto was very much down and to the left, I think. I think the price of Bitcoin went from something like about $29,000 on day one of the conference to 20000 on day four. Um, so there's really a sort of almost like misalignment from the market and its reaction to the community and the enthusiasm, um, which actually was evident on the floor. Because whilst it was a bit of the conversation, really no one there cared yeah it, for them they are believers in the philosophy they are believers in the technology set i personally have never seen a, a migration of talent into an area of technology like i've seen in the move to people getting into web3 space um the genie feels like it's so far out of the bottle that people just see this as a general kind of rhythm of affairs and, and we've seen it historically with things like the internet and the mobile internet with ai it goes through waves of um, massive acceleration of investment and excitement and then troughs of disillusionment. Well, well, perhaps people didn't quite see their capital realize as quickly as they would like. The community, certainly on the ground at consensus, saw the markets as very much a, a Wall Street thing and and for them that's that's exactly the institution they're trying to uh, sort of dethrone um and provide a, a more equitable kind of access point for the global consumer base so they don't really care and and to be fair i think quite a few people there probably bought bitcoin when it was a dollar so um you know for them they're still saying look now it doesn't really make
0: any sense yeah, I, I think I was trying to be one of the smart ones and, and bought my first um, bits of Bitcoin uh, a couple of weeks ago when it was at, in the toilet, see if I can make a bit of cash on it further down the line. But is, is, there, is, is that the thinking? Are, are people so chill in the industry because they see it as a long-term play, but so many people got into Bitcoin as a way of um, getting rich quick, if you like?
1: Yeah, c- completely. I mean, it's. I suppose it's the difference between the, uh, the builders, the entrepreneurs, the makers, the actual people trying to build useful applications, um, find useful utility from these technologies versus uh, the people looking from the outside in as a get rich or perhaps in the current market get poor quick. Um, scheme, and it's all to, to do with kind of like how the how the technology has been designed to date, and that there is a there is an easy or quick way to kind of capitalise projects. Uh, unlike we've probably seen historically with earlier sets of technology, um, things can get liquid really really quick in this market, which has brought in a lot of attention. From from both Wall Street, from investors, both private and and, you know, sorry, both large institutions as well as retail investors. Um, It's just way 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 too early, in my uh, uh, honest opinion, for retail investors to get into this really kind of nascent technology area. Um, At the moment, the only probably killer app that the industry has created was the get rich quick, (laughs) which which isn't one that's got longevity to it.
0: Yeah, sure, and. Generally speaking, I, I get a sense from the, the the blog post that you've written that we'll put in the, in the show notes that there is in this space, there is still it's still in its infancy and there's still a lot of discovery and experimentation involved to see what the next big, big thing is. Did you get a sense of that?
1: No, com- completely. It's still full of what if, what could be, what might be, um, as opposed to too much of what is here now. I think what we hit, what is here now, are just early signs of some quite interesting primitive technologies that are finding, finding, you know, market fit, finding utility, finding use cases. Yeah, you know, do I think the, 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 the utility of NFTs are sort of PF, you know, P- basic PFPs on Twitter, um, you know, some sort of profile pictures? No. Um, I actually think the technology behind NFTs is, is beautiful. You know, finally, we've been able to sort of put a, a white picket fence around a piece of digital land. Dish, yeah, what we could do with that still to perhaps be determined. Um, how, you know, I, I I think if you think about just two years ago when, sorry, two and a half years ago when Consensus last met in person, NFTs as a concept hadn't been conceived. DeFi didn't exist. Just in two years, we've come up with really interesting applications that punched through quite quickly into the mainstream. Um, they will change. They will become something different. They will mature. But the technology well, that, is interesting.
0: Yeah, and, and that was gonna be my next question actually, because I, I stated on the, the, the last episode of Sideload my skepticism of NFTs and um, particularly in in their current form. I, I just see there's there's a lot of companies who are cashing in on um, a lot of people who would just want um, have a bit too much money and want the bragging rights of owning something that doesn't really have much value outside of that world. What's your opinion? Is is that what you think, or is, is blockchain much bigger than that anyway? Uh,
1: what's uh, probably two questions there. So on, on, on NFTs, I sort of agree and disagree. Um, I uh, agree that it, it's all probably a little bit frivolous at the moment, and 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 at the same time, that there's a, a lot of kind of jumping on bandwagon that kind of happens around it. But I disagree, and it also probably just shows that people don't necessarily understand the, the the sort of community, and and much like we've, you know, you, you, you might look at someone wearing kind of a pet, you know, carrying around a Gucci handbag. Why do they do that? Yeah, it's 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 signalling, isn't it? And mm-hmm. and what does what could signalling look like in a digital environment? And why 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 shouldn't there be signalling in a digital environment? Yeah, it's it's a generational, it's a community, it's a way of thinking, and actually, it you know having a a board ape PFP does state something to the industry, uh, to the community. It shows that you're in it, shows you a believer, shows you probably had some money or you were smart and early. But these things will airburn and they
0: will evolve, and they'll be much like fashion is a trend. You'll see these trends in a digital environment. And and I, I suppose it, it is that that changing culture. I, I remember an early episode of uh, Black Mirror, where um, this sort of it was almost like um, NFTs, almost sort of like digital um, things that you could buy in the online world. And um, this one guy, this one character, went on this rant saying, "People are spending all this money, and it's not even real. It's not even a real thing." And I think there is that going to be that culture change. I suppose, as you say. Where people do value those things, that even if they aren't physical, tangible things, that there is some cachet involved in that. Yeah,
1: and or utility, uh, and, and I think increasingly the utility will come as people start to sort of attach more things to the digital things they own. Uh, whether that's you know portability across different applications and experiences, whether it gives them a, a gateway into something else, which is actually one of the things I think they did very, if they did something well with the board ape. Um, NFT kind of drop and subsequent drops was the amount of utility they sort of tied into each individual ape. Um, things like giving you the, the each individual the full ownership of the IP of that ape. So you're now seeing uh, companies born in the US, like coffee shops that are born on the back of that one ape. Um, yeah, merchandising. It's quite interesting. And again, it, it all feels really exploratory. And, and that's why I personally find it really exciting. I think we're just in this um yeah petri dish uh petri dish can i say that properly stage we're not quite sure what will come out of it but it's interesting and and i, and I think the technologies underlying are strong and the tech and the technology talent and some of the smart investment that's being made is also really strong it's hard to not see that something quite interesting what come out of this petri dish
0: yeah absolutely well we're going to talk about some more of justin's takeaways on the future of the internet shortly but first let's take a quick listen to this clip from the last episode of sideload when we discussed brands and the metaverse i think it's all great
1: to experiment and to just kind of jump in and see what you can do in the metaverse but um I think, especially with some of some of the things we already know about, again, especially the Gen Z audience um, and the importance of you know impact versus just doing something for the sake of it, um, is definitely something to to bear in mind. Um, if there is a way to make some sort of impact, whether it's social impact or you know some sort of charitable cause or something, I think that's always um, that's always you know a good first route to consider.
0: You're listening to Sideload, and today we're talking about crypto, blockchain, Web3, and the metaverse. Justin Westcott from Edelman, London, has just got back from Consensus, the event in the US that covers all of this tech, and he's sharing his thoughts on the episode today. So, Justin, what's the most interesting thing you learned at Consensus?
1: Oh, that's a really big question because it, it was hard to sort of put it into one thing. There, there were so many. Um... Uh, conversations and really really diverse um yeah actually probably one of the things i i i learned was actually i i think the the industry carries at the moment a bit of a bad rap around a sense of how important and needed is it versus the energy that it potentially consumes And and i think obviously there is some merit in that conversation certainly but also when you dig deeper into it, you, you sort of realize actually how much innovation is happening at the mining level. Those people actually running the server farms, the of, of, of sort of GPU data um, cards to do the complicated mathematical kind of algorithms to solve the challenges that provide the blocks on the blockchain. Um, which happens at the moment on um, the main chains, which are kind of Bitcoin and um, sorry. Yeah, Bitcoin and Ethereum, which are the most popular, okay? because that uses proof of work as a way to seal the algorithm. Yeah, it, it's a demonstration that the work happened, therefore it is secure, reliable and on the blockchain and that that rewards the miners with, you know, coin. Um, that is a very energy intensive process. But there's a lot of innovation happening at that mining stage. So I I hearing of just how much of the mining in the US um, and now increasing in Asia is is using green energy so that they're making a very considered effort to ensure it's 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 using green energy. Uh, and then hearing about these these people both in the US and now in the Middle East, actually, who are putting putting their um their mining operations in sea containers on the back of trucks and driving them right to the the gas fields to use the wasted gas from the process so like gas that was going to be wasted anyway um, so really thinking in a smart way of how they can harness energy um, which i think is you know interesting and useful as this technology potentially becomes more more important but at the same time um for, for those you know listeners more more informed and for those that, 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 that perhaps aren't, there's a big shift happening or about to happen on the Ethereum platform, which is probably the, the it's got the most kind of frequency of usage probably and most popular when you think about how many of the nFTs are minted on the Ethereum blockchain you know, in eth is that whole chain is moving from proof of work, mining to proof of stake, which is another kind of mathematical way of, of, of solving the, the the blocks on that blockchain, which takes it from being, you know, takes it down to almost an negligible amount of energy. There is no mining. There's no computational power required. Um, that will bring a huge energy saving to the industry. But the challenge with it is those in the deep, deep know question whether, therefore, is it really... Going to be as secure as reliable? Um, is it going to be as um, defendable um, as blockchain? Sorry, as Bitcoin, which will be a chain that will never move from proof of work. So interesting. Energy was is is probably an interesting takeout. I think.
0: Yeah, that sounds cool. So you you mentioned in your blog that walking around, you saw a lot more gender diversity than you'd usually mm. see is in tech events. Do you think we'll build a better internet for the future if we don't have that male dominated bro culture that's been prevalent in the past? Oh,
1: God, I 100% hope so. And again, that was the, and I I certainly didn't go there kind of looking to see, if you sort of mean, I was just almost, it was just, it was almost obvious. So I was like, wow, actually this, this, this does feel like an event that is very gender neutral, very diverse audience, much more diverse. Um, than than the web one days for sure and and even more diverse than kind of when you know web summit was in Dublin um, in in its earlier years Um, uh, it was I think really encouraging to see that there's a lot more kind of female and more diverse talent uh, in this space and early you know helping with the building helping with the shaping Uh, I think a, a more sort of diverse mindset at these early days these foothill days can only be a good thing it's encouraging
0: yeah well of all the things that you saw and heard what are you most excited about
1: <laughs> most excited about that is a another very very good question look i, I think i'm just excited about the fact that I think it's going to happen, and yeah. what I what I mean by that is it. I, I went to that the event part partly going, is this is it is it all going to crumble? You know, is this really a market that's over by kind of capital and with technology that's perhaps looking for a use case versus versus utility. But but I leave feeling optimistic that there's just a really good group of, 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 of people, of developers, of makers who, who, who are committed to this. And, and, and I do believe that the world could be, and probably should be, a better place and, and that technology can play a role. And I do think this technology, as it develops and becomes more mature, can help. Do I think that Web3 will completely you know, you know, take away everything we've got from Web 2? No, um, I think it feels a bit like open source, which was a movement I you know, was, saw coming up through the late 90s, early 2000s, where it felt at the time a very binary argument, winner or loser. I think sometimes Web 3 at the moment is played in a binary winner or loser argument. Um, I think that's kind of nonsense and nonsensical. Uh, I don't think technology works in that way or our world works in that way. I think what will happen is it will be best of both. You, there will be elements of the technology set that come out of Web3 that morph with Web2 or with other infrastructure or whatever the next, next S-curve becomes. And we'll take bits from it that make sense. Um, and I do think some greater decentralization in and around finance can be really, really powerful. So I do I do believe that. I do believe that giving creators a bit more kind of ownership of their online digital content is a good thing uh, and I think can lead to some quite interesting, um, you know, economies.
0: Yeah, and, and you sort of touched on what my final question was was going to be actually, because I, I look at Web 1 at Web 2 and I see so many applications that have genuinely changed our lives that we couldn't live without now. At, at the moment, looking at Web 3, a, a lot of what we see can look quite um, I don't know transient or yeah I, I just I just want to ask is is it something that is going to change our lives Do we need this stuff or is it is it just stuff that we're, we're looking for cool things to do I mean obviously there's the entertainment, um aspects particularly of the metaverse and things we've created um a sort of a new financial infrastructure with um with crypto but is this is this stuff going to change our lives for the better
1: i think it has the potential and the power to do so um and it depends obviously where in the world you are and you're asked that question Uh, i i generally i generally think we, we we have a very sort of developed world view of this technology, Uh, and we're already quite technologically rich, if that makes sense. I I think when you you think about what's happening in El Salvador, what's even happening in Ukraine, what's happening in in some countries in Africa where, you know, crypto um, and subsequent technologies have been a lifesaver for some people, you know, you tend to find, I think these technologies will do well, in countries with very strong autocratic um, government regimes and potentially minor, minority um, uh, population who actually need or want to break out from that scrutiny and need a sense of a global a global kind of way of securing some kind of wealth and moving it around um, it was a phenomenal amount of money was raised um, for Ukraine on you know Ethereum and Bitcoin and easily sent to the people that needed it when they needed it the most in a very agile, agile way. Yeah, El Salvador now have kind of running it as a national economy. Um, maybe a bit of risk there. It's a bit of a bold move. Um, uh, but yeah, who, who knows if this technology does play out as it as it seemingly does, and we get through this winter and and go into the next spring, then maybe El Salvador will be laughing.
0: Yes, and hopefully I'll be laughing as well with my investments from the last time. Yes, so- <laughs> I, 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 I
1: do not give good financial advice. That's the disclaimer. But, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a believer.
0: I'm a hodler, as they say. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a buy at the bottom sort of person. So, <laughs> so yeah, let's see if that pays off. Well, Justin, thanks so much for joining us on the show. And well, a big it. thanks to you for listening to this episode of Sideload. Don't forget to follow the podcast on your favourite podcast player. Just search Edelman UK. And if you want to get in touch, send us an email to sideload at edelman.com. See you next time.